We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Morning Magic, Magic 106.7. It is that time of year. Your house is really not a home unless you've got a pumpkin on your stoop and extra points if you've decorated it. Extra, extra points. If you've carved it and decorated like Paul Dever, who is the renowned pumpkin sculptor and champion mm-hmm. of Food Network's Outrageous mm-hmm. Pumpkins, he joins us this morning to talk about pumpkin carving. Hey, Paul, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, this is quite a uh, avocation. Really, this is your line now. You're the, you're the guy. How did you get into, when did you first know that you had a, a talent for pumpkin carving? Well, I've always been a sculptor, and I saw a, a show, which you do, because there aren't many people that do it, and there was one person doing it better than the rest, so I said to myself, I have to learn how to do this. So after a thousand bad ones, <laughs> I turned a good one, and then realized I might be okay at this. So do you only sculpt pumpkins, or you sculpt other things as well? No, I sculpt clay. Um, recently, a lot more monster masks and things of that nature but yeah primarily i'm a clay sculptor which changes the tune in the fall to pumpkin and i want to ask because you are on the food network's outrageous pumpkins i watch that show all the time you won a couple years ago you were the champ but so do you do that every halloween do you sculpt pumpkins like you do on the food network show for your stoop or for your steps like that's going to be amazing if you're a neighbor i wouldn't want to live next to you i'd be shamed I'll tell you what, the squirrels in my neighborhood like them a lot better than everyone else, because the moment I put them out, they're gone. <laughs> Paul, I also know you're going to be at the Topsfield Fair, and I want to talk about what you're going to be doing there. You're going to be there, is it the 7th, 8th, and 9th? Yes, the 7th, 8th, and 9th, I'll be doing live demonstrations from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, if you're actually going to just be carving and people watch, or you're going to be, like, teaching people how to do what you do. Well, usually it turns into just that. People stay around long enough and kind of, they're very inquisitive about the process because you don't get to see it a lot. So they'll ask a lot of questions, which turns into where do I get tools? Where can I get the right pumpkin? So there's a lot of questions to be answered in a demonstration, and I'm happy to answer them all for everybody. Yeah. What do people ask all the time? Maybe you can sort of give us a, you know, what are are the big tips that you tell people? Where do, where do we go wrong when we're, when we're carving our pumpkins? Uh, First, you got to, it's your shape and your weight. You want the heaviest pumpkin you can find and, for me, it'd be the ugliest shaped pumpkin you can find because oh. that'll be the one that lends itself to something fun to carve onto it. Sure. No beach balls. Keep the beach balls. <laughs> See, and that's what I always go for. That's where I'm doing it wrong. I know. And do you just carve well, freehand or do you dry it on the pumpkin first? No, I, I sculpt right onto the pumpkin. I try to use as much of my own face as possible without using outside reference. That's the fun part for me because then I know it's mine. Because if I, if I use reference, then... I'm going down the path of using somebody else's work. I'd rather have it be straight from my imagination. Wow. <laughs> I think we it's need the help. <laughs> really interesting that you said that you got to carve, you know, when you got started, you, you went through a thousand pumpkins and didn't get it right. And then one day it kind of worked and you, you know, so you got to be ready to make some mistakes, I guess is, is what I'm saying. Do you make mistakes and just kind of work it into the, into the design? That's another reason not to use reference, because you don't know when I screwed up. I can just tell you that's exactly how I wanted it to be. You can hide your mistakes. I love that. 
So, Paul, you have a YouTube channel, I see? Yeah, Carvers and Creators. Every Thursday, we carve live with artists from around the world with my co-host, Matt Harper. And he's a, he's a Food Network guy, too. So we take a challenge every week so that we don't know what we're going to carve, so no reference. So just creativity every single Thursday night. Do you ever carve pumpkins that people can buy? Because I would rather just you carve the pumpkin and I right. could just buy it from you. Same. Sure, sure. We'll talk after. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thank you, Paul Dever, the official pumpkin sculptor of the Topsfield Fair. By the way, if you want tickets to the Topsfield Fair, topsfieldfair.org. And more on Paul at devercustoms.com. Thanks, guys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.